What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to the latest episode of our SOS Saturdays Experience, recorded live at our location in Vancouver, BC. So come on in and enjoy a powerful Right Now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy! Before I get in the word, I want to... Can you read Acts? I mean, can you read? Can you put up Acts 4, 29 through 32, TPT if possible? I'm jacked up, man. 2020 is amazing year. It is going to finish way greater than it has been going. And I promise you, God will have the last say in 2020. I don't know about you, but I'm just going to stand and keep believing. There you go with that granite again. All right. Acts 4, 29 through 32. So now, Lord, listen to their threats to harm us. They're being persecuted. They didn't say, God, take us out this situation. Lord, get us out this city. Call the police. What did they ask for, Troy? They said, give us boldness. Empower us as your servants to what? Speak the word of God freely and courageously. There is anointing for the gospel. It's not anointing for your opinion, but the anointing is for the gospel. God will back his word up. And he goes forward and says, stretch out your hand of power through us, Lord, to heal and to move in signs and wonders by the name of your holy son, Jesus. At the moment of their faith, at the moment of their request, because they wasn't bagging down, but they're saying, Lord, we are so down to stand for you. We just need power and we need signs and wonders to follow us. Listen, signs and wonders don't lead you. They follow you. Stop looking for a sign and a wonder to go forward. God said, go forward, I'll send you with signs and wonders. At that moment, the earth shook beneath them, causing the building they were in, to tr- the building they were in, the building they were in to tremble. Each one of them was filled with the Holy Spirit, and they proclaimed the word of God with unrestrained boldness. In the name of Jesus, I pray unrestrained boldness in your life. As this pattern the Lord's been doing over the last couple weeks, I just want to release this over your life. Refuse to be held hostage by fear. Refuse to deny your self-worth. Refuse to accept less than. Refuse to settle. Refuse to look away from your mountain but speak to it face to face. Refuse to make excuses to avoid hard work. Refuse to give up. Refuse to give in. Refuse to sit back and watch. Refuse to reason with the antichrist spirit. Refuse to lay down during harvest time. Refuse to put your gift on the shelf. Refuse to not help and love your neighbor. Refuse to abandon the word of God. Refuse to not lift your hands and give thanks. Refuse to not move your legs and dance. Stand up, spring forth, stir yourself up, slow down, simplify your life. 
Sanctify yourself. Situate your focus. Serve the Lord with gladness. Keep your foot on the devil's neck. Look up and see the salvation of the Lord. Just lift your hands up for a moment and just give God some worship. We're in a great time in our lives, in our history. Break forth, spring forth, stand, stand up, lift your head up high. Refuse to turn back. Refuse to look away. Speak to your mountain. Refuse to make excuses. The church is going forward. The church is going forward. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Give God one more round of applause. All right. We got a lot of unfinished business with, with some of these sermon series, but they just gonna stay unfinished. We're gonna start some new some new work tonight. Um, the power and the price of vision. The you do know vision got a price to it. But I think it's just very important. You know, we want to move at God's speed. We don't want to move at our speed. So some sermons series going to go unfinished because we need to hear what God is saying. When? Today. And you're here tonight because God wants to continue to talk. He wants to bring some clarity in your life. You're not here by accident tonight. This may be your first time and it may be your last time, but I promise you the Lord's going to make your time here worth it. The power and the vision, the power and price of vision. Say that with me. The power and price of vision. Say that with me. The power and the price of vision. If we look at this graphic that I so eloquently put together with my artistic imagination, Right now, what you see going on in the world, there's always two visions. One leads to death and one leads to what? Life. One is dark and one is what? Light. One is good and one is evil. And one is from the Lord and one is from the enemy. And in the earth, we have religion. We have pharmacia, or in other words, medication drugs we have family we have celebration and entertainment we have politics we have violence we have sex we have partying we have so many things that the world televises or the world frames to be fun or success or what the world and life should be about but then we, there, we have this other vision that by the faith, our faith in the word of God brings us peace. It brings us hope. It brings us love. It's what heaven, that's why Jesus says, our father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. What? On earth as it is in heaven. Lord, the Lord put us here, but his desire is to have this here. The Lord's not trying to erase this. He's trying to show you he is God. 
He's saying, I'm so powerful, I can come over here and this don't affect your life. Money will not rule you. Sex will not rule you. Politics will not be the government you depend on. If the government economy stocks go up, that don't mean you're going to go up. If it go down, that don't mean it's going to go down. If there's bad property and I tell you to invest in it, I see something good in it. The way I see things is totally different than the way the earth or the world sees things. Okay, So in the earth, we're filled with so much. We're bombarded with so much. And Lord Jesus, we got got social media now we got cell phones we have all kinds of platforms to distract us if another thing what's the latest one TikTok. I'm sure something else is coming, but it's TikTok. And then kids and people have the nerves to say, you ain't hip or you ain't in or you old because you don't have TikTok. No, I don't need TikTok. Now, one would say, but when you understand who your real help comes from, it's just, you're not, we're not made to consume all of this. We're not made to be slaves to our careers. You're not made to do that. We're not made to be slaves to money. We're not made to depend on the government or else. We're not made to depend on pharmacia, drugs, to be healthy or to have joy. We're not made to, to need alcohol to knock the edge off the day. We're not made to be religious. We're made to be in relationship. We're made to be free indeed. <laughs> We're not afraid to go through life longing for somebody to put our arm around or put their hand on us. You are whole without your better half. Forget the better half. That's my other whole. Yeah. A little relationship school right now for you. I found my other half. Wow, you've been living this long halfway? That's sad. Right. We believe the lie that our soulmate is out there. What's a soulmate? We're not going to get into all that right now. It's just, the Lord put you in Vancouver and it's just one person out there for you? Just one. Let me tell you this, that wouldn't be agape. Agape gives you choices. Agape gives you discipline. God has a plan for every last one of us. But if we do not adopt his vision, we will leave this earth unfulfilled. Period, point, blankerman. We need God vision in a world so blind. We need God vision in a world so blind. Say so blind. God vision always deals with burdens, not merely your needs. Where Effie at? Where Effie at? Amen. Amen. All right. Just making sure, making sure she's hearing this word. God vision. This is very important. 
we often go a little less, a little less, a little less, a little less. So like, give me some strings. You felt that one, right? That was like, oh, hit my neck almost. All right, amen. Amen. God vision always deals with removing burdens, not merely fulfilling your needs. So when you bombard God for a vision for your dreams or your household, if you're not willing to hear his vision for your life that has to do with generations, you will always have a skewed vision of God's purpose for your life. God's vision is about his heart, not your needs. God vision, God vision. Now, if you get your vision from television, you will find that it's always about your needs. It's always about your dreams, your career, your wife, your husband, your household, your kids, how you should raise them, what they should wear, where you should live. Television never tells you when you're looking for a place to live, look for a great church before you look for a great job. Because when you're happy and you know it, you can clap your hands. When your soul is happy, when you live in joy and freedom and clarity, man, you can find a job anywhere, let me tell you, but you can't find a good church anywhere. World don't tell you that. You search all over the world for this thing that God has never called you to chase. Proverbs 29, starting a message. If people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. One translation said is there, where there is no vision, the people what? Perish. Where there is no vision, the people perish. The message says, if people can't see, the message says, if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves, but when they attend to what he reveals. I don't know about you, but I've ignored at times what he reveals. And we go back and be like, Say that again, God. No, you can't be telling me that. And you understand that that back and forth with God is what brings confusion. Because you think now because you got what you want, that's what God wanted. (laughs) But we see in the word of God where God's grace, if you just keep on asking him and trying to get your way, guess what he'll do? Agape will let you have it. And then you'll run around saying, God blessed me. I got my breakthrough. But the blessing of the Lord makes what? Rich adds no sorrow. How many things have we stayed in with trying to achieve, trying to get, trying to obtain, and it added sorrow? Emotional vision is totally different than spiritual vision. 
our emotions can birth vision. Okay. TPT says, when there is no clear, this is the one I like, this is the one I like. They're saying the same thing, but this is the one I like. When there is no clear prophetic vision. Now, when you understand prophetic vision, this isn't like as simple as you're sitting in school and the career, some career company comes by and asks you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you think, man, doctors make a lot of money. Well, my mom went to this school, so I want to do that. Or here we go. How much of our vision is based on who and what we don't want to be? can't build a vision or trust the vision when it's birthed out of I'm I'm not gonna be that I'm not gonna be like my daddy but what if God wants you to be that but do that different <laughs> because somebody got hurt by that but he needs you to stand in, in, with integrity to prove that that ain't God but God can redeem and God can restore right that ain't Adam this is Jesus God didn't leave us at Adam he brought us through Jesus so what if God wants you to still do that but he wants you to do it right you see when there is no clear prophetic vision, people quickly wander astray. Love Quest, this is why your leaders and your pastors invite, keep, we worship, we let God have his way. Because in a time like a pandemic, and let me tell you, the world ain't going to get no better when it comes. Because once this pandemic is over, we got to find a virus for racism. We got to find a, a, I mean a, a vaccine for racism. We got to find a vaccine for cancer. We got to find a vaccine for poverty. We got to find a whole lot of vaccines but there's only one vaccine that has stood the test of time this is why it's so important we can't just do church church is not a machine you can't just pump people in and pump people out man People, if they don't hear from God and the God of today and the God of now, they go and they wander astray. There's a couple, older couple, walked past the baptism today and asked one of our, our leaders, uh, what's that you guys are doing down there? Baptism. Oh, well. What was that music y'all was playing earlier since y'all doing something with Jesus? Because it didn't sound like Jesus music earlier. Oh, that was, that was work. That was worship music. Oh, what denomination are you guys? We Christians. Oh, they said, we've never seen a baptism with so much joy. Wait a minute. Now look, they was Christians. What are we doing? I would be afraid to see their funerals. 
See, we need prophetic words. So then when we baptized two weeks ago and the forecast says it's going to rain, nah, uh then God sends a prophetic word all the way from the Caribbean islands and says, hey, Terrence, Pastor Terrence and LoveQuest, uh, the Lord is going to extend the seasons. Right? Not knowing different things we had in our heart and already what God has said, we need a baptism and we need good weather for October 31st. There's some things we just need no rain for. when you follow the revelation of the word heaven's bliss fills your soul where there is no clear prophetic vision not just we take another churches or another company's four words love people preach the gospel listen take it and add a word love people preach the gospel whatever <laughs> vision is not just something you write that like like there's vision and there's a cool slogan a cool slogan is not vision Hosea 4 says my people are ruined because they don't know what's right or what's true because you've turned your back on what knowledge I've turned my back on you priests why you priests because the priests have a responsibility to lead the people with the word of God we take this stuff serious in here because you refuse to recognize what does recognition have to do with vision the revelation or the vision of God I'm no longer recognizing your children so being a generation that walks by sight can guarantee the next generation will have a tough time standing for the Lord a generation that's focused on their own way and their own careers and their own life. We don't have time for church. I ain't got time for this church. I I'm a stream now. Thank God for streaming. A generation that does not pursue God can guarantee that your children, your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews will struggle standing in this world. I'm not just preaching the gospel. I'm not just studying for Sunday and Saturday. I'm trying to do everything that I can. So when daddy and mama can't help their kids, we've raised some soldiers and we've sown some seed that will rise up and help take care of our children when we can't help them. What are you doing to not only invest in your own life, but invest in the future generation? If you aren't investing in the future generation, listen, not financially alone, but in the soul wealth of humanity, you are not living to the fullest of your purpose, period. You're not walking in vision. Let me help you. You're walking in fear. A fearful man, a fearful woman pursues career just to feel safe, just to have just to say, just to talk, just to feel. 
and is okay coasting through the rest of their lives working for the weekend, working for a vacation, working for a wardrobe. God does not mind you having all of those things. But if your affections do not turn to the sole wealth of humanity, you're not living out the fullness of why you were created. Let me tell you something. Soul winning, preaching the gospel is not the pastor's job alone. It's everyone's job who says that the Lord, he says, I have reconciled you and I have given you, you, who is you? Everyone that is in Jesus, the ministry of reconciliation. Everyone is a preacher. <laughs> he says in the next verse, the more priests, the more sin. <laughs> Let's keep pumping them out of Bible school. Let's just keep pumping ministers and priests out. Let's keep pumping them out. And we're going to cause more people to, to turn and more people. Because why, man? We can't just, man shall not live by what? Bread alone, but by every word. God is alive. God is not just this historic thing that we just we pump ourselves up about telling people where Jesus was from and how many steps away from the Red Sea and how many steps away from the Jordan and showing off our facts. But God is speaking today. How beautiful is it that he put the church here to help the world know what to do in any given time? And he says, they traded in their glory for shame. They traded their glory for shame. They pig out on my people's sin. The world pigs out on our sin. I will never, ever again be a slave to this economy, to this world, ever. No boss, no job will be my God, none. Not even Love Quest, cannot be an idol, cannot be my God. They traded in their glory for shame, they pig out. They can't wait for the latest in evil. That's us, social media, can't wait. God, share, 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 screenshot, 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 share, 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 share. Oh my God. It's crazy the stuff that goes viral. I can post an inspirational word. 2,000 something followers, 48 likes. Where, where you at, huh? Where you at? Where you at? I, I, I praise God that I am not, my identity and confidence is not determined by that thing. Wait a minute, I thought I had 2,000 some people like me. Follow me. I got 20 some hundred followers. I can't wait to get that blue check. Now, now you can have 1,500 followers and have a blue check. <laughs> and what are we doing? That thing in your pocket, guess what it's giving you? It's either giving you vision or it's distorting vision. There is no in between. You alive from the pit of hell if you say in your phone don't got you on its hip. Everybody phone got their attention. You alive if you say your phone don't. I just use it to call people. <laughs> you, 
You be seeing, you be, I be seeing some of y'all, even me sometimes, you see that little green light at 1.30 in the morning. They on, we all laying on our bed just like, oh, I can't go to sleep. So what do we do? We grab that phone. <laughs> Vision distinguishes people. Can I help you? Vision distinguishes people. You can see people with vision and people with no vision. Oh, this is going to be good for the next few weeks. Vision is not merely a great idea, a great concept, or a great dream. Just because you had a dream don't mean you got vision. And just because you had a vision don't mean it is vision. Just like you can see love in three different places in the Bible and it ain't all the same love. Just because you had a vision don't mean it is vision. The late Dr. Miles Monroe says this. Eyes that look are common, but eyes that see are rare. See, see, a, a visionary is different than somebody that has a lot of ideas. See, vision calls people to action. I got to help you here. Because vision, listen, vision is everything. Vision is everything. Say everything. everything. Eyes that look are common, but eyes that see are rare. Sight is the function of the eyes. Vision is a function of the heart. That's why we're going to see. Guard your heart. If you don't guard your heart, you ain't guarding your vision. You wonder why you can't hear from God. Because you loosely guard your heart. You let anything, anybody, any emotion, anything in there. And devil's like, man, if I could just plant some little, some tears in there. If I can get some small foxes in there. I always have an opportunity to discourage you. There's some things God is not asking you to deal with. He's asking you to destroy. Because if you don't destroy it, it will destroy you. 2 Corinthians 5 says this, For we live by what? Faith, not by what we see with our eyes. We live by faith, church, not by what we see with our eyes. Our eyes can be deceiving. <laughs> For we walk by faith. We regulate our lives. Who is we? First of all, this is very important. We, we, we is believers. If you are a believer, we walk by faith. We regulate our lives and conduct ourselves by our conviction or belief respecting man's relationship to God and divine things with trust and holy fervor thus we walk 
not by sight or appearance. We walk by faith and not by what? Sight or appearance or potential or possibility. We walk by faith, not by feelings. Not by what it looks like, what it smells like, what we think it might be, what it's going to turn into. We walk by faith. So, if we walk by faith and not by sight, church, then we must live by vision, not feelings. If the word says that we walk by faith and not by sight, then we must live a life that is led by vision and not how we feel. Vision keeps you going. Faith keeps you living. Vision keeps you fighting. Vision keeps you focused when things don't look right or favoring. But if you know you have heard from the Lord, can't nothing stop you. Listen, but you better know for 100% that is from the Lord. And you better know the condition you was in when you think you heard from There's some stuff I look back, man, I grew up in the church and there's things that I thought I was supposed to do, things, places I thought I was supposed to be, I swore I was supposed to be there. And then the worst thing is when you swear you're supposed to be somewhere, but it ain't popping off for you. Success hinges on vision you have to cling to vision the woman with the issue of blood saw herself whole she said if I could get to that point I will be made whole she didn't say maybe she you, you can't put your life at risk with a maybe You better know if you're about to go in harm's way, you better know you can make it. Yeah, yeah. See, see the, the, the soldier doesn't go fighting thinking he gonna die. The soldier goes fighting believing he gonna get back to his family. See, Jesus knew they was gonna get to the other side of the sea. Jesus knew that Peter can walk on water. But in both situations, they both began to look at the circumstances. We must manage the air. We must manage the airwaves and highways of our heart and soul. Or God's vision will be hijacked and or carjacked. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Why does the enemy come immediately to steal the word? Because he's coming to steal faith. Let me tell you something. Faith and vision go hand in hand. You can have all the vision you want, but if you ain't got no faith, you will not see fruit. Hijacked. 
hijacked. And you're wondering why that person started the same business, the same idea you had, because you're sitting there thinking too much. You might have both had vision, but they had faith. You had fear. Now you mad at them because they actually leaped and you still on the mountain talking about the idea. You and I both have hijackers in your phone. Either get the hijackers out your phone or patrol your airways. We have people in our phones that could easily discourage us. Would you ever call discouragement? Would you ever call discouragement? Well, why can discouragement call you? your vision when we are so freely accessible to hijackers hijackers can be great people that do not have the same vision for you that God has for you and if they don't have the same vision that God has for you then they won't have the same heart for you that God has for you why do we hold on to things that don't align with God's vision here we go then ask God to give us a sign for our vision for our lives Why why do we hold on to things that distort and kill vision, but then ask God to help our vision? I used to be like, help me, Lord. And then destroy somebody else's life. That just knew I'm going to church in the morning. Hey, tequila shots on me. Ah, if you drink anything that make you go, ah, you shouldn't drink it. (laughs) Make your face. Only thing is kombucha. That's it. That's it. not merely give signs he allows burdens and he gives vision if you are all you bombarding God about is a sign your communication is very minimal you're still talking baby talk mature people wait on the post for vision immature people 
need a sign. See, sign is extra from what God is saying. If I say, hey, Troy, watch out for the rock over there. That's not a sign. That's me telling you, watch out for the rock. Troy going to look back and say, well, Lord, just, just make a bird come on my shoulder. Right? Lord, have another person warn me. God is not into having his children stumble. Matter of fact, he warns us in causing people to stumble. He says, if you cause one of them to stumble, you might as well put a millstone around your neck and jump in the water. God is not trying to make you stumble. God is not trying to be silent just to be silent. God is talking all the time. But rarely in the audible voice. That's why we just, we're looking for, hey, scribe music. Danny. No, 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 no. Still, small voice. Because he talks to you in this place he's telling you to guard. And if you don't want to guard it, then you really don't want to hear him. If you're not willing to get things out of your garden so that you and he can commune with uninterrupted communion. Here's faith. Now, faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we what? Hope for. Being the proof of things we do not what? See, faith is the proof of things we don't what? See, come on. Faith is the proof of things we what? Don't see. And the conviction of their reality. Faith, perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to your feelings. It's not revealed to your, your, your senses. Faith is what makes the unseen a reality. Listen, either way, good or bad. Fear is faith. It won't work. Fear is faith that I will die. Fear is faith I will fail. And whatever you give attention to, whatever you recite, whatever you keep listening to, you will build up the faith for it, good or bad, life or death. And it will become a reality. Fear works the same way as faith. How much of our vision is based on fear? How much of us pursuing a certain economical bracket is based on I don't ever want to go without. If I don't have that, then I'm not that. And how much of your driving force through every day is my God shall supply. Seek him first. God, what would you have me to do? Where do you need me? What do you need me to say? God vision is backed by his word every time. <laughs> it, 
is backed by his word every time. You may be, I don't know who I'm talking to today, but some of you in here have come here tonight and you feel like, you feel idle in your life. You feel like you take a couple steps forward, you take one back. You feel like you've been in the same place for the same time. You keep coming back, you keep going forth. You, here you go. You may be idle because your vision has idols. Idols have power. Idols can control your feelings. That's why God says, I'm not dealing with you in the realm of feelings. Because feelings change. Feelings are inconsistent. Jeremiah 17 says that the heart is the, is the most deceitful of them all. Feelings change. I'm telling you. That's why you don't fall in love. You what? Grow in love. You don't just, oh, I found, oh my God, mama, I found him. <laughs> Who did you find? Who did you find? What, what is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? mighty man of God like we found a profile but did you find the vision do you have a vision for what you're believing for or are you looking for something that brings a feeling that the world has told you you feel when you get this See, people get to the top of fame, and fame is not always what they think it is. Wealth ain't always what you think it is. Yes, you get that, but what comes with it is some other stuff you may not be able to handle. What idols in your life have a station on the radio of your heart? I think there's a radio station out there called iHeart Radio. Yeah, iHeart Radio. iHeart. I, me, I. What, what? Because you do know these things, these frequencies and sound waves. You do know. Faith comes by what? Hearing. Faith comes by what? Hearing. Faith comes by hearing. So whatever you're listening to consistently impacts your vision. Whatever conversations you're around impacts your vision. You can only hear negativity so much. Remove the golden calves out of your life. Saul Aiken, children of Israel, we have our plan B's, we have our number twos, we have our just in case this don't work out, just, I can't really understand God's love, so let me find something that, real love, I'm searching for a real love, Mary J. Blige, Mary J. Blige, go check it out, go check it out. God said, clear the table because he prepared a table for you. 
clear the table. And that's one thing we're all afraid to do is clear the table. Aiken wouldn't clear what God said clear. Saul didn't clear out totally what God said. God said, I need you to throw away your feet. He's like, God, don't mind if I keep one toe. One, just one toe, the baby toe. I keep the smallest toe. We're always trying to hold on to something. And whenever you hold on to what God says, let go, you're playing God. You make it an idol. See, God wants not to take away from you. He wants to upgrade you. But he needs to get totally in the driver's seat. Right? We can't do God how I did Michael one day right in front of his. We was waiting for his surgery. And he, we was just sitting there. I was like, oh, that'd be so cute. I want to be like super dad right now. And I put him in my lap, turned on the car. I was like, you want to drive, buddy? Bring it down, bring it down, bring it down, bring it down. Bring it down, bring it down. You, you want to drive, buddy? So I put him on my lap. And I let him hold the steering wheel. Well, who was driving? His feet on my knees. So who was pushing the gas? But guess what? He thought he was driving. Now God ain't no ain't, ain't no little kid like that. You, we ain't fooling God. But it's like we do God like that. God, come on, God, you want to drive today? Go ahead. But you driving though? You read your devotion, so you think you letting God drive today? You wore your church shirt today, and you like God driving? God got my heart today. God got my heart today. <laughs> Today, though, today. <laughs> and we get a high often giving God a moment of our life, a moment of control. Man, God has so much for you and I. Hope can only be deferred if vision is hijacked. Hope can only be deferred if vision is hijacked. Vision steers your purpose. Vision steers your purpose. Most of us are looking for purpose, but we don't have vision. And then we feel good Right, We relate purpose to feeling good about ourselves. And we feel good, but we're moving without vision. When you feel out of control, it's probably because God's vision is not in control. Look, me and my wife didn't come here to Canada by faith to get in the feelings. If God's called us here, it don't matter who is on our side. We are holding on to the word that God gave us on United States soil, and we are not looking back. We understand everything that Love Quest is going to do is going to come by prophetic vision, not by somebody else's vision from their church planting book and what worked for them in North Carolina. But God is building his church. He's raising up people out of obscurity. He's raising up people to speak prophetically. It's not going to be your favorite, most popular evangelist. Are you pursuing God's voice?
What you enjoy doing fades away. But what you have a burden for will remain. Rebecca had a burden for what was going on. Nehemiah had a burden. And guess what God gave him? A vision. And because God gave him a vision, God was responsible for what? Provision. Burdens birth legacy. We think burden is a bad word, but if you look at what the anointing is for, it is the yoke-destroying, burden-removing power of God. God gives you a burden. You see where it says Jesus was moved with what? Compassion. And then you see immediately following, folks was healed. If my daughter or son come home crying, saying, Dad, man, I, had, I met a friend today in class, and they came to shoe, uh, school with no shoes on their feet. And Dad, I really want to help. Like, I, I just really want to give them some shoes. Their compassion for their friend is going to move my hand. And a lot of times, man, we don't really want to see our city changed. We don't really have a compassion for East Hastings. We don't really have a passion to see people saved and come to know God. That's why anytime God is going to stretch us, we got billion excuses. God vision is less about you and it's more about them. God's vision is less about today and it's more about generations to come. 2 Corinthians 4 says, so no wonder we don't give up. For even though our outer person gradually wears out, our inner being is renewed every single day. Like, hey, 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 everybody, listen. You one day closer to the end of your existence in this world. Closer. Guess what? I don't care how fine and beautiful you are. <laughs> your 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 uh, my oil change light came on to warn me I need an oil change. And I don't care how beautiful my car is. I don't care how beautiful your car is. If you don't change the oil gonna damage other stuff and then next is gonna be your transmission and then next it's gonna be your radiator and then next and before you know it that beautiful shell of a car is gonna be sitting on the side of the road somewhere you have to let God service you that oil change anointing Oh, I was just charismatic in the clubs. I knew what to say. But I had an oil change. Now I moved in from, I moved away from Terrence charisma and got under the anointing of the Lord 
and the beauty and the strength and the charisma God gave me is not now being prostituted. I'm not using all of this for me. I've laid it down so he can use it for him. That's what the blood of Jesus has done for you. That all the resources he blessed you with, all the attraction you have, the beautiful body you have, the, the beautiful smile you have, the, 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 the connections you have, all that you have, he gave it to you. Just like he gave Abraham the son he wanted. But then he says, are you going to make your son an idol or are you going to bring it and lay it down on the altar? And God says, you know what? The Lord of the breakthrough is right here because now... Now I know I can trust you with more. You're not going to make your body. You're not going to make your finances. You're not going to make your dream. You're not going to make love quest. You're not going to make your husband. You're not going to make your wife an idol. Be careful obtaining things, places, and people through emotional pursuit. never want to birth something out of emotions you want to birth things out of purpose we view our slight short-lived troubles in the light of eternity we see our difficulties as the substance that produces for us an eternal weighty glory far beyond all comparison because we don't focus our attention on what is seen but on what is unseen church how are we going to navigate through COVID-19 based simply on nothing but the facts that the government gives us it doesn't mean don't obey. It doesn't mean pack the church out and folks get sick. No. RSVP, uh, uh, sanitizer, we're going to do all of that. But with the force in which we move forward in how we're going to God, how we're going to the government, how we're trying to strategize so that the kingdom can go forward is very important. But are we pursuing God for what he's saying about 2020? And then folks get mad at you because you're like, 2020 is one of the greatest years of my life. How you mad at me? People, listen, people dying is not a new thing. Are we paying attention to how many people dying from suicide this year? Are we, are we paying attention to how much mental illness is shooting through the roof? Alcohol sales is through the roof. Do you know how many people have been saved this year? How many people have, have, have their families have been saved? How many promotions have happened this year? How many homes have been bought and sold? Do you know what has happened? How many people that have been baptized in 2020? Like, no, 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 we, we going in the water. Fool with me, we go back in in two more weeks. Now, see, see, this is the kingdom suffering violent, but the violent take it by force. What the church says is when the enemy mess with us, guess what we gonna do? We gonna hurt them back by snatching souls from darkness. 
You mess with my job, I'm going soul winning. I'm about to witness to my auntie tonight. I'm about to pray over my child today. I'm about to sing on my job today. I'm going to bless somebody at Starbucks today. You mess with me, I'm going to push back with lights. I'm not going to shrivel up and go hide. Come on, church. It's not the vision. There's no year in humanity that we do not go and make disciples. <laughs> There's no season you don't soul win. This is the perfect time. For what is seen is temporary. But the unseen realm is eternal. What are you focused on? The temporary or the eternal? It makes a world of difference in your strength, in your hope. It's not the end of the world because something temporary is not in your life no more. How many, thing, how many times have we let temporary disappoint us, depress us, angst us, make us switch our plans? Temporary things change on us. Now we got a new vision instead of no. And I, and I say it over and over. My wife and I, I was telling somebody with some people last night, how'd y'all come here? Most folks come in our lives now as lead pastors of this church thinking we came to Canada to be lead pastors. That wasn't our plan. But God had a vision. And what God told us wasn't based on what man does. So when man changes, God didn't change his plan. That's why your hope can't be in your career, can't be in temporary things. It has to be built on the rock, which is eternal. So cool, you have a job. How does that work? What, is, what does God say he has you at that job for? So no matter what happens at your job, guess what? The purpose will not be aborted because of a pay raise or you get fired or the company got to shut down. Your purpose never stops because your job stops. Your identity does not stop because someone leaves your life. None of that stops. You have to build your life on the vision of God for you, for this world, for the church. Everything has to be built. Your finances, what is God blessing you to be wealthy for? What does God give you this job for? Why are you a counselor here? Why are you the manager now in this place? Why are you the one that the boss wanna, that wants you in all the meetings, the planning meetings? Why? You don't feel more important because your boss is called you in a meeting. <laughs> Maybe your boss feel more important because you in the meeting. But when your identity is wrapped up in the value man puts on you, you will forfeit God's vision and take on someone else's. One of the greatest weapons of the enemy is to defer vision. If he can defer vision, the people perish. Deferred vision can come by us trying to fill life with purpose.
before we frame our lives for purpose. I wish I had some time to dig into this. I got five more minutes to dig in this, and we're going to pick it up tomorrow. Deferred vision can come by us trying to feel life with purpose before we frame our lives for purpose. I'll read it again. Vision gets deferred because we try to fill our lives with purpose before we frame our lives for purpose. So we're always looking to be fulfilled before we create the space for God to fill it. (laughs) Purpose has been given before we started living. Purpose, before you was formed in your mother's womb, I purposed you, Jeremiah. Before you make a pie, you need a crust. Before you place a window, you need to what? Frame it. You're going to put a window in, your, in, 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 in that space without a frame. Before you put a door. What's a door? A door, a door has a door frame. Glasses have frames. He, or you go to, to your optometrist and he give you lenses. You got to walk around. Maybe tape your lenses on these fingers and just walk around like this. How, how you doing? Before you place a window, you need to frame it. Before you build a house, you need the the foundation or the framework. Before you jump, you got to gather yourself. You don't just like this and just try to jump like that. No, if you're going to jump, you got to, you got to, you got to load up. You got to gather yourself. God's word frame our life. And his purpose fills our life. He, Hebrews 11.3 says that the word of God framed the world. Oof. Here you go. You, you, you ready? You ready? You ready? Hebrews 11.3 says, by faith we understand that the worlds during the successive ages were framed, fashioned, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God. So that what we see was not made out of things which are visible. So, what we do is we walk around looking for fulfillment instead of having the patience for God to frame us out. Prepare us for the window. Prepare us for the filling, the stuff that goes in the pie. Prepare us. We try to forfeit the process. We try to forfeit the framework. Before you put an engine in the car, you got to make the framework. How often are we in such a hurry to be fulfilled, but we don't have the framework to sustain what God is trying to get us? 
chapter 4. That's why it's so easy for you to be broken. Because you haven't developed the framework. That's why it's so easy for you to not know what you're called to do or what you want to do or how it can change or how you can waver. The Bible says in Ephesians 4 that I've given prophets, I've given apostles, pastors, teachers, evangelists. And one, it goes down and it says, so the wavering can stop. I've given this to place order in the church. Because there's a lot of people wandering around this world looking for a spiritual fix with no framework. You're looking for a spiritual high. You want to have a spiritual experience. You just want to have a good feeling, but it's not girded in truth. The framework. And if your vision is not framed in the word of God, you need to rethink your vision for who you think you are, what you think you called to do. I have to put music in its perspective. I started music because I'm competitive and I was partying and my best friend at the time was a rapper that was kind of hot at the time. And so I'm like, I want to go backstage too. I want the free weed too. I want the free alcohol too. So I'm going to rap because I can do whatever I put my mind to. And so then when I put it down because I gave God completely, my heart completely, He said, put it down for a year. And then he said, no, but I want to use that. It took me to come all the way to Canada to really understand. I had, this is 10 albums, 10 full albums to really understand how to still be an artist, but not let the artist dictate my call. See, but it wasn't until I got the framework, then God can fill me with whatever he desired because it has, listen, context. All of God's vision have context. It's the last scripture for you. Through skillful and godly wisdom is a house, a life, a home, a family, built through skillful and a guy listen just because you have a house don't mean you got a home (laughs) just because you married don't mean you got a spouse or a a wife just because you a male and have children don't mean you're a father like dr g used to say a dog can have kids Just because you have a baby don't make you a parent. Just because you go to church don't make you a Christ follower. Just because you make money don't mean you're whole. Just because you have ideas don't mean you got a vision. understanding it is established Danny on a sound and good foundation listen skillful and godly wisdom is a house built but by understanding it is established on a sound and good foundation and by knowledge shall its chambers of every area 
be filled with oil, precious, and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong and is better than a strong man. And a man of knowledge increases and strengthens his power. For by wise counsel, you can wage your war. Not just getting wise counsel, but applying wise counsel. And in an abundance of counselors, there is victory and safety. True vision takes wisdom. True vision takes faith. Just want to read this the difference between knowledge and wisdom. The meaning of knowledge is the collection of information and facts about something or someone by learning and experience is, is knowledge. Wisdom is the ability to judge and make right choices in life. Knowledge is organized information. It's not going to come on the screen. Okay, it's too much information. Knowledge is organized information. Wisdom is applied knowledge. The nature of knowledge is selective. The nature of wisdom is comprehensive. The process of knowledge is deterministic. The process of wisdom is non-deterministic. The outcome of knowledge is understanding. The outcome of wisdom is judgment. The approach of knowledge is theoretical. The approach of wisdom is spiritual. That's why God is wisdom. The acquisition of knowledge, it is obtained and it is learned. The acquisition of wisdom, wisdom is developed. <laughs> and when you rob yourself of walking with God, you rob yourself of walking with wisdom. What's associated with knowledge is the mind. What's associated with the soul the, 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 with wisdom is the soul. The term knowledge simply refers to the understanding or awareness about a person, thing, or subject such as facts, skills, information, etc. It is the state of what you know about a particular topic. It is the familiarity with different objects, ways of doing things, places, cultures, events, facts, Ideas. You see why God doesn't just focus merely on knowledge because you'll get too familiar and you'll try to uh, you try to try. You, it's too much control you can have just because you know something. And God always tries to come uh, 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 confine the the proud. It's some people that come and listen to a message intellectually versus allowing the word to hit your soul. It's based on knowledge. And God knows that some of the things we do know has trumped God's wisdom. Wisdom is a wider term than knowledge and intelligence. It is the quality of a person to think, act, or discern what is best, right, true, and enduring. It is the application of common sense 
knowledge and experience at the right time, the right place, the right manner and situation so as to follow the best possible course of action. It develops the ability to judge and make beneficial and productive decisions in life. The church, as we navigate and move through this world with God, we need his wisdom. No wonder Solomon says, Lord, just give me wisdom. And if I have your wisdom, oh, I'll be wealthy. What are you asking God for? Are you asking for what wisdom can get you? Or are you asking for his wisdom to represent him? This is very timely for us to talk about vision because as we close this year, we have to close very strong. And I don't know what the world is gonna do, but I know God has a plan and a purpose for his church in 2020, 2021, and until Jesus returns. But not only for this church, we also need you to walk with vision for your life and for your family. We need you to go into your jobs with vision and not just be a wandering generality, but be a meaningful specific. Father, thank you. We just ask for your wisdom. We ask for understanding out of all of our getting, Lord, give us understanding. What would you have us do? Give us eyes to see Give us ears to hear. May we not just stumble through life, but Lord, give us eyes to see your heart, to know your will, to know your way. Give us the wisdom to apply. Give us discernment and wisdom to know the times of the seasons, the hours direction knowledge can turn on a light but wisdom uses the light and I thank you father that the vision that you are birthing in all of us will bring us to a course of action that will radically change the trajectory of our bloodline thank you Lord for as you pour out vision we have the boldness to apply vision so give us wisdom and we thank you for it now Lord in Jesus name amen thanks for joining us stay connected with us by following us on social media at lovequest intl church and join us next time as we dig into another powerful word enjoy the rest of your day and in the meantime get your love fixed man so, 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 I'm not a